Welcome to Music for Life, enhancing the Armstrong concert experience. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. In today's episode, we will explore the virtuoso harpist Bridget Kibbe and the internationally acclaimed Dover String Quartet in the lead-up to their collaborative concert here at Armstrong Auditorium. Bridget Kibbe has been called the Yo-Yo Ma of the harp by Vogue magazine, and she will make her Armstrong debut with one of the most exciting young string quartets on the concert circuit today, the Dover String Quartet. Their program, titled Celebrating Bach, is coming to Armstrong on December 2nd. So stick around as we spotlight Bridget Kibbe, the Dover Quartet, and the celebration of Bach coming to Armstrong today on Music for Life. It's rare in professional sports to have an undefeated record, even in American football, which only has a handful of games each season. This has only been done once in NFL history. In horse racing, there's something called the Triple Crown for the horse that wins three specific races over a five-week span. Slightly less rare, but still extremely rare. Well, there's a string quartet that could be considered in this context. One of the most illustrious contests in the chamber music sphere is the Banff International String Quartet Competition with multiple categories and prizes. Well, in 2013, one string quartet, one, took home every first prize. They won every category. This stunning sweep of such a prestigious contest was achieved by none other than the Dover String Quartet. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the 11th Banff International String Quartet competition is the Dover Quartet. And they won every possible prize. They were just loved by the jury, loved by the public, and they were on fire. Dover's rise to the top spot in their field has been described by Strings Magazine as practically meteoric. This quartet will be gracing the Armstrong Auditorium stage here on Thursday, December 2nd. And though the headliner for the evening is arguably the harpist, Bridget Kibbe, this string quartet, well, plays second fiddle to no one in terms of their international prestige. talk about this string quartet today, as well as the soloists they are collaborating with, and the program Celebrating Bach that they are bringing to Armstrong Auditorium on Thursday, December 2nd. Before we prepare you for this delectable program, let's keep talking about these performers, and I'll stay with the Dover Quartet for now. The New Yorker says, few young American ensembles are as exciting and accomplished as the Dover Quartet, calling them the Young American String Quartet of the Moment. And the Wall Street Journal called their performance masterly nuanced, lauding their gutsy and earthy sound. They are the subject of the documentary film titled Strings Attached and are the first quartet in residence for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. I don't think when we formed the group, we had any idea what we were really getting ourselves into. My goal was find three like-minded musical quartet soulmates, and then I settled for these guys. (laughs) Just kidding. I found them. 
As many of our listeners will know, a string quartet is comprised of two violins, a viola, and cello. The two violinists in this quartet are Joel Link and Brian Lee. Both are consummate artists and prize winners as soloists, and both have been featured on NPR's From the Top. I want to play you a selection from the Dover Quartet that features the violins, particularly the first violinist. This is a quartet arrangement of Summer from Vivaldi's Four Seasons. was Summer from the Four Seasons by Antonio Vivaldi, performed in that arrangement by the Dover String Quartet. That particular selection really highlights the violinists, Joel Link and Brian Lee. I wanted to play that as we are highlighting each member of this illustrious quartet. The violist in the quartet is the amazing Milena Pajaravandestat, another respected soloist, having appeared with the Tokyo Philharmonic Orchestra, among other great orchestras, and having given an acclaimed 2011 debut recital at London's Wigmore Hall. Here's a recording of the Dover Quartet playing the opening of the Quartet No. 1 by Bedrick Smetna, which heavily features the viola. Thank you. 
so that was a sampling of the Smetana String Quartet Number no. 1, performed by the Dover String Quartet, a section of the work that really spotlights the viola. And we're talking about each member of the Dover Quartet in the lead-up to their performance at Armstrong Auditorium on Thursday, December 2nd. We just discussed Milena Pajara van der Stadt, the violist of the group. And finally, there is the cellist Camden Shaw, in addition to his place in the Dover Quartet, Camden has collaborated in chamber music with other renowned figures, from Daniel Hope to Nadia Salerno-Sonnenberg. He also maintains an active career as a soloist, including a solo album released back in 2009. Here's the opening of the beautiful third movement of Alexander Borodin's Quartet Number no. 2. The gorgeous opening of this movement features the cello. So this is the Dover Quartet, Camden Shaw on cello. was a little of the third movement of Borodin String Quartet No. 2, recorded there by the Dover Quartet, and a portion which featured the cellist. We've been discussing each member of the group in the lead-up to their performance on December 2nd at Armstrong Auditorium, and that cellist in the group is Camden Shaw. And that quartet will be collaborating here at Armstrong with harpist Bridget Kibbe. Now, before we talk about Bridget, let's consider everything we've discussed about the Dover Quartet, as I'd like to play a recording of just this ensemble. And this is the famous, mostly pizzicato movement of Maurice Ravel's String Quartet. Thank you. 
That was the delightful second movement of the string quartet by Maurice Ravel, a mostly pizzicato movement, or plucked strings movement, and performed there by the incomparable Dover String Quartet. Coming to Armstrong Auditorium on Thursday, December 2nd, they are collaborating in a program titled Celebrating Bach with harpist Bridget Kibbe. Now, as stated at the top of the program, Bridget Kibbe has been declared the Yo-Yo Ma of the harp. Yo-Yo Ma is practically a household name as a world-famous cellist. And if you live in a household, you've probably heard of him. Well, Bridget Kibbe is bringing that kind of skill and fame to her instrument. And if you think of the harp as just a delicate background instrument, sort of, you know, musical wallpaper for hoity-toity soirees or fundraising dinners or weddings, I think Miss Kibbe will challenge that notion. According to the New York Times, harpist Bridget Kibbe makes it seem as though the instrument had been waiting all its life to explode with the energetic figures and gorgeous colors she was getting from it. Bridget is a winner of a prestigious Avery Fisher Career Grant, among many other honors, accolades, and awards. She has fast gained a reputation for her diverse, energetic programming that spans the Baroque, French masterworks, and rhythmic migration in South America. She has collaborated with a variety of different artists, including Placido Domingo and Don Upshaw. Her debut solo album, Love Has Come Again, was named one of the top ten releases by Time Out New York. Bridget appears frequently as soloist and chamber musician at festivals and series across the globe, and we are excited to have her here collaborating with the Dover Quartet. I want to play a solo recording of Miss Kibbe to give you an idea of her virtuosic skill as a performer and arranger. First is her playing some Celtic reels on her concert harp. It starts more like the traditional relaxing harp music that you might be used to, but stick around and hear what she can do with this instrument.
That was some Celtic acrobatics being performed on the harp by Bridget Kibbe, who is performing here at Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, December 2nd. For this concert, she is collaborating with the acclaimed Dover String Quartet, but this program at Armstrong will begin with just Bridget Kibbe at the harp, and she will be playing her stunning arrangement of the famous Toccata and Fugue in D minor by J.S. Bach. And here's a recording of Bridget performing that. Thank you. 
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we are exploring harpist Bridget Kibbe and the Dover String Quartet in the lead-up to their Celebrating Bach program coming to Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, December 2nd. We just heard the famous Toccata and Fugue in D minor by J.S. Bach, originally written for organ, but that was Bridget Kibbe on the harp, her own arrangement of that masterpiece. And that will start the program here at Armstrong. Before we get into other specifics of the program coming to Armstrong, here is Bridget playing more Bach, and this time with a string quartet, a group called the Sebastians. This is the Harpsichord Concerto in F minor, BWV 1056. I played just the second movement of this in our first episode of the season, but here is the peppy final movement. Thank you. 
We just heard Bridget Kibbe, harpist, performing with the string quartet, The Sebastians, and we're exploring Bridget Kibbe's collaboration with an outstanding string quartet coming to Armstrong on Thursday, December 2nd, the Dover Quartet. I've played you some samples from them, as well as some things from Bridget herself, and just to give you an idea there, we played something with a different quartet so you could hear the harp and the string quartet. Now I'd like to give a brief overview of this all-Bach program they are bringing to Armstrong. The best way to set this up is to use Bridget's own words. These will be printed in your program insert. She writes, The works of J.S. Bach exhibit the grand paradox I love so much, symmetry and form meeting the purest beauty of a simple line. Every phrase asks the artist to sing in a way that transcends the instrument while respecting the grand architecture of the composition. It is this dual presence one experiences on stage that is so satisfying, relishing the momentary beauty of a passing line while rising up 10,000 feet to watch the harmony unfold. It is my great pleasure pleasure to join the formidable Dover Quartet in sharing this experience with you live via some of our best beloved works of J.S. Bach, adapted for harp and string quartet. In this context, the harp becomes a mighty organ, an intimate lute, a clavecin supporting vocal lines executed by the bow. The quartet becomes a harpsichord with lines drawn out in various colors. An individual violin becomes a vocalist. And together, the ensemble becomes an orchestra, exalting in the complexity of woven counterpoint. We hope you enjoy our celebration of J.S. Bach, reimagined for harp and strings. And that was a quote from Bridget Kibbe, and that will be printed in your program insert. And that sets up the celebration of Bach program that they're bringing to Armstrong. As stated earlier, the program will begin with just her at the harp playing that transcription of hers of the famous Toccata and Fugue in D minor, which we've already sampled on this episode. Now, after that, we will hear her along with the first violinist of the quartet, Joel Link, in Bach Sonata in E-flat for violin and obligato harpsichord. Here's a recording of that in its more traditional form for flute and harpsichord. So just imagine the violin instead of the flute and the harp instead of the harpsichord. This is Emmanuel Pahoud on flute with Trevor Pinnock on harpsichord.
After this Bach sonata featuring violin and harp, Bridget Kibbe will join another member of the Dover Quartet, the sensational violist Milena Pajarovandestat, and they'll be playing the four-movement Sonata No. 2 in D major for viola da gamba. This is more commonly performed today with cello and harpsichord, and here's a little of that recording by cellist Yo-Yo Ma and harpsichordist Kenneth Cooper.
So that was a sonata for viola da gamba, and that was played in a recording we just heard with cello and harpsichord, Kenneth Cooper on the harpsichord and Yo-Yo Ma on the cello. And we're going to hear Milena Pajaravandestat, the violist of the Dover Quartet, play what the cello played in that recording, what Yo-Yo Ma played in that recording, and Bridget Kibbe on harp play what the harpsichord is played. And she has been called the Yo-Yo Ma of the harp. Now, after that sonata featuring viola and harp, we're going to hear three members of the quartet come out and perform excerpts from Bach's famed Goldberg Variations. I talked about this great work in our first season in an episode about music and health. According to music historians, this piece was originally written to soothe the insomnia and agitation of a Count Kaiserling who frequently visited the city of Leipzig, where Bach was employed at the time. Bach wrote the piece for the Count's harpsichordist, a man by the name of Goldberg, to play for this troubled nobleman. It's kind of a more modern rendition of the biblical example of David playing for Saul. This piece is framed by an aria, or the main theme, or the song, and then is taken through 30 variations based loosely on the chord progression from the aria. Dover members will play this aria and then four variations, variations 1, 2, 7, and 26 to be exact. And to give you a sample of this, here's yours truly playing the aria in a live recording from the stage of Armstrong on our incredible nine-foot Hamburg Steinway Grand.
three members of the Dover Quartet will play portions of the Goldberg Variations by J.S. Bach, which we just heard a sampling of in a recording by yours truly. And they'll do this to conclude the first half of the program here at Armstrong on Thursday, December 2nd, a concert featuring an amazing collaboration between the Dover Quartet and harpist Bridget Kibbe, dubbed the Yo-Yo Ma of the harp. The second half of the concert will open with Bridget joining the first violinist of the quartet again. She and Joel Link will play another sonata for violin and harpsichord, but again the harpsichord replaced here, of course, by the harp. And then after that, the complete Dover Quartet will come out and perform a set by themselves. They'll play the masterful Art of Fugue by J.S. Bach. This is Bach's final work. He began drafting it in 1742 and chipped away at it until his death in 1750. It is supposedly intended to be a model of how perfect fugues should be written. And I have uh, earlier episodes that explain what a fugue is. And this Art of Fugue is a large work consisting of 18 movements. The Dover Quartet will play only the first four. I talked about this piece toward the end of season two in episode 64 of Music for Life, an episode titled Unfinished. It worked well in that episode because this work was left incomplete at Bach's death in 1750, the creation stopping in the middle of measure 239, leaving empty staves until the end of the work. If you look at the autograph, that's the term we use for the original manuscript of any composition, you see the handwriting of Bach's son, Carl Philip Emanuel Bach, who writes, While working on this fugue, where the name B-A-C-H appears in the counter-subject, the composer died. And that's a reference to how Bach used the letters of his name to create a melody in some of the movements, particularly the last. And I explain in that episode what those pitches are, B-A-C-H, what the note H is (laughs) in German music. It's common to hear this work performed by a string quartet because of the four-part writing of this composition. We don't know if Bach intended this for a string quartet, but it certainly works well in that configuration. In that episode of Music for Life, that episode 64, I played the Emerson Quartet's recording of the final unfinished movement. I'll play you the fourth movement here today, the movement that will end the Art of Fugue set from the Dover Quartet at Armstrong. And again, this is the Emerson String Quartet's recording, just to give you an idea of the flavor of this great work.
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. In today's episode, we have explored harpist Bridget Kibbe and the Dover String Quartet in the lead-up to their Celebrating Bach program coming to Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, December 2nd. More information about this and all events at Armstrong can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can also follow the auditorium on various social media platforms. We just heard the Emerson String Quartet playing Counterpoint 4 from The Art of Fugue by J.S. Bach, which the Dover Quartet will play as the penultimate set on their program here. The final work will combine the entire Dover Quartet with Bridget Kibbe in Bach's exuberant Brandenburg Concerto No. 3. Since this collaboration between Bridget and the Dovers is relatively new, there is no recording of this particular rendition, but I did want to play the finale of Brandenburg Concerto No. 3 in its original orchestrated form. This is the incomparable Netherlands Bach Society, which is recording video and audio of the entire output of J.S. Bach's works. And I hope you enjoy this Allegro finale from Bach's Brandenburg Concerto No. 3. And I hope to see you soon at Armstrong. Thank you. 
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.